listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. What it is, what it do. Welcome to the Sharp Shooting Podcast. Joshua Adam Lambert with the Senator. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? It's been a long time. It was press conference last time we talked to you. Life gets busy, but we're here to talk to you about the world of pro wrestling. It's been uh it's been a fun few weeks here. We are under 40 days now to WrestleMania, Senator. I know the time has been going by quickly. Um, this road is full of winds and bends and turns and everything at this point right now, but yes, sir, it's the first time in a while where we can actually say like a lot of stuff isn't as predictable as it used to be. One thing that was predictable was elimination chamber, but you know what? Uh, it's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. It's a it's a show that you kind of already knew what the what the what they were trying to build up to, but I do like. Did you the fact that, did you watch it live? Absolutely not. That was okay. at what time was that? Our time three o'clock, like three or four. Yeah, I mean, it. I you know what? I'm totally. Let's do these pay per views from now on. This was awesome. PVR the show, and wake up, and you know what? What we have next year with it being on Netflix, um. I'm totally cool, you know, waking up the next day and being waking up and getting breakfast and just, I, I didn't understand unless I guess like you really want to be part of the IWC. I didn't understand the need to be up that early. Um, Honestly, it's more, I think more for spoilers wise. Cause like by the time I woke up pretty much everybody had stuff posted and yeah just turn off your stuff. socials yeah like i had to make sure not to go but even at certain times when somebody sends you a link or something yeah and you click it and then when you back out it pops up to the front of the feed i'm like yeah. all right cool yeah i just do the um the uh the app um i turn off all the notifications and I, you can do a thing like if you've been on the app for more than a minute then it it freezes out that app that's what mm. I do now. Like, so, like, we you know when we have Royal Rumble. So, like, I, I should say in our group chat, like, I don't care. You guys can talk all you want. I don't get any of the notifications because I am completely locked out of it for the rest of the day. So, that, that's uh, what I do. Because, you know, like, you still might have make the mistake sometimes. You're just like, oh, like, click on Twitter or Instagram because you're so used to clicking on it on your phone. But that's what I do. It's honestly, to tell you the truth, I think if this was, like, Mania, this would have been a little bit different. Yeah. But, because it was the chamber and it was like we said it was pretty much predictable like it wasn't that bad of a thing you know what i mean it didn't no. affect anything really so let's run down this card really really quickly here we're talking about the the week that was in wwe talk about nxt quick we'll preview AEW, and then we'll get out of here uh you know pre-show kabuki warriors uh versus uh indy and uh candace LeRae. kabuki warriors win cool for indy and now it looks like I don't know what if it's going to be a multi-woman's tag match or, or if we're going to get a tag match of Mania, but it does look like Baszler and Zoe Starks are now in that position going forward. Uh, yeah, it was a 
pretty much predictable thing. It was kind of just to get Indy onto the yeah onto onto it, which is a good thing. Um, it's gonna be a multi-person tag match. So what? Them, Indy, not Indy, um, Natty, and Tegan, and Chelsea and Piper. When Piper gets back. Uh, probably them. Maybe you might put maybe as Larray. You might put uh, what's her name, Katana Chance, and them back in there. Oh yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, sure. Why not? Um. Then we had Becky went in the chamber, and that's all good and well for Becky. Um. The 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 bigger thing out of this was Tiffany Stratton over as hell, and I mean I don't know what they're gonna do with her mania yet. I mean. You could just put her with Bianca and do that match. I do think that's the Jade match, but maybe if you don't think Jade is ready yet, maybe you do Tiff and Bianca. Um I think Tiff's in a I think the plan which they kind of had for Tiff was I think they want to push her a little bit, but not as much as they feel like they're gonna have to push her after Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So um she yeah, she might get the Bianca match or I'm trying to think who else possibly. For Tiff? Maybe not somebody I mean there's no one that she could be in a tag team with. No, there's, there's gonna going be the there's gonna yes. be a lot of women that are gonna be left off this show. Like Naomi just got back. Like I don't know what she's doing, unless they do a multi woman match there and like with Tiff and that's where Jade gets in as well. I don't know if they should do about a royal with some of these women. I don't know exactly what they're gonna do. And I would assume Bianca's at minimum still gonna get at least a solo match instead of being in a multi person match. Bianca Bianca's definitely gonna get a a solo match. Uh, I would guess it's against Jade still, though. The only way that it would be a multi-purpose match, a multi-person match, I mean, is if it's a if it's a three-way with Tiffany, Jade, yeah. and Bianca. Well, there was the rumor, but this is more internet speculation of creating a Intercontinental Women's Championship. So if they did that, then yeah, I could see like a big women's match for that Intercontinental Championship. And I think, you know, with how many women you have now, it's not the worst idea to have that Intercontinental Championship for the women. Uh, if we get that or not, it's still be determined. And maybe that's something that Bianca, you know, would be a great first champion for you because she's, you know, one of your biggest stars. She's probably, honestly, right now, what, your second or third biggest female star? Some would argue your first. Um, top three for sure. I wouldn't have Bianca win it though. No, who would you have win it? Tiff. You, I would put over. I'd put over one of the newer stars. So Jade and do the undefeated streak again. Yeah, the only problem. The only problem is I feel like they're trying to do the undefeated streak with Bianca right now for a little bit. Uh, Yeah. So. That's why I think it's her and Jade, and they can say, "Oh, she used to have an undefeated streak somewhere else." So. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, no, Tiff was Tiff was the star. Liv had a good performance too. Yeah, I like Liv's story. I like what Raquel has. I thought, 
I thought that was my that was my favorite match in the show was the women's chamber. I'm trying to think. Uh probably. Yeah. Probably. Add the most storyline built up stuff in there too. This was probably the best technical match on the show was Judgment Day versus uh, Pete and Tyler Bate. It was great. It was just predictable because I think we all know where the take titles are going at Mania. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good show for them. Uh, once again, they got to they gotta build up Tyler Bate. Like, yeah. they waited too long to bring him up. He doesn't really get the crowd reaction. Like, Pete no. Dunn is the one that yeah. gets the reaction. But at some point, they got to build him up just so that they can start getting, like, the crowd behind him a lot more. It's kind of like mm-hmm. DIY where – yeah. I agree. I think that's the reason why they kind of have our truth with DIY to try to help get that. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Men's chamber drew one blue here, Trump. But again, I thought, you know, know, every, uh, I thought Logan Paul did a really good job in this match with what he was doing in his, in his, uh, his pod the entire time there. He was great. KO was great. This was a really, really fun match uh, in this. And, Drew, man, this guy, I think right now we're half, we're not, well, not half, we're two months in to 2024. Drew right now is the best character and he is the best promo right now in professional wrestling. Yeah. I, th- I would probably say best promo. Um, For me, Best character is still Gunther. Okay, I can give you that one still. I think Drew is... Drew right now is finally getting to kind of go into more of his creative side, Mm -hmm. which I don't think he's really gotten to do really ever, to tell you the truth. Like, he would be given a character and he just kind of has to stick to it. Him kind of trolling Punk while Punk's not around. Yeah. That type of stuff is just... When he did the sit down on Raw, that was fantastic. Yeah, he's just doing all that stuff. The shirts, even though even though the shirts are like very simple, but like they're just well, it's good to him. He keeps, you know, he keeps punking your mind. And I think WWE keeping punking your mind is smart, right? Because when he comes back and he attacks Drew, that's why I would make an argument for Drew to win the championship. Yeah, uh I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna win. That should be the match at SummerSlam is Punk and Drew, and then you go with the reverse of what SummerSlam oh, Mania was going to be, and you do Seth and Punk for the title next year, where Seth beats Punk, and then Punk gets Seth. Punk respects Seth for beating him, and blah blah blah. Punk still gets his main event, yada yada yada. No, Drew needs to win the title. Yes. Um. Yeah, Drew needs to win the title. Seth. Seth can take a little bit of a break. Because honestly, I think he needs he's gonna deserves need a break. Yeah. And Drew has already so many built-in storylines with so Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, like there's Cody. There's a there's so many people that he has storylines in that can carry over until Punk. It's not yeah. like they're lacking, lacking people for him to. So he has a win over Cody now too, right? Uh yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah. So he's. He's mounted up those wins right there. And then uh, Rhea beat Nia. You know, cool moment for Rhea and everything like that. 
I will say, like, uh, before you joined the pod, we had for the worst woman of the year, it was the Nia Jax Award. Gotta tell you, Nia has done fantastic work since she's been back. Her promo still needs a little bit of work, but I don't cringe when I see Nia Jax on my TV anymore. So I will give her credit on a on a good comeback. I don't necessarily want to see her in mega storylines all the time and whatnot, but she's worked on her in-ring work. Her promo's a lot better. I give Nia Jax a lot of credit for this return uh, this time around. I saw a few things from it. It seemed like she was hanging out with like Dawkins and Moose. And yeah. I think maybe like all of that stuff may have helped. Yeah, she's a good sister better. too. She's she hangs around all them. Yeah. So like I feel like all of them kind of helped with everything. Which is a, which is always a good thing. She's gotten a lot better. A lot better. And she seems a lot more safer now too, which is also she does. She the, does the key thing. So, yeah, no. Uh, to me though, I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought that the reaction would have been a lot, lot bigger, bigger for, Rhea? for Rhea. I did too. Yeah, I thought Tiffy was. Yeah, Grayson like, was over doing Shuey. We'll talk about that after this. To. Me, Kind of it, looking at how like the card and the reactions and stuff were, I may have opened the show with Rhea and Naya. Who would you close and with? With the women's, with the women's one, with the women's chamber, and then have the yeah. and then have Rhea come out with the stare down. Yeah, instead of yeah, holding off till Raw. Yeah, I think I think they should have opened and closed with 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 Rhea. And then we had Grayson Waller effect where Cody challenges uh the rock to a singles match uh there was the maybe easter egg of seth with the tribal chief thing putting his finger up who knows if that's gonna come into anything or not but um i did uh i mean the big rumor had been the tag match between them all do you still you know we're recording this before the salt lake city uh smackdown is gonna happen do you see a tag match still happen out of this, or do you see now Cody Rock night one and then Cody and Roman night two? I see Cody Rock night one, Cody Roman night two. I see Cody losing to the Rock and then yeah. beating Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's I think what I think is going to happen as well. Yeah, I do I think, think Seth, the bloodline screws over Seth, which is why Seth loses that match, and then Seth ultimately helps Cody win. I could, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah, and then I guess the you last have, thing. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You would have. I think. I think you're gonna have Seth and Jay. Help. Yeah. Help uh, Cody win. Yeah. I could see that. You know, it would be really badass if Brock comes out and yeah. he's about to attack uh, Cody and then if he had Austin come out. Not going to happen, but man, that would be that's, really, really, really yeah, cool. Too many things. Too many yeah, things too many things. Uh, and I guess my, my final question, as far as it goes to WWE, unless you have any WWE stuff you want to bring up after this, uh, who do you have facing Gunter? I, you know, I want Gable personally. 
Uh, I don't know if they're going to go multi-person on it. Um, you know, Sammy makes a lot of sense as well, but I don't know if Sammy needs to win the IC title. We've seen him win the IC title. Uh, and I don't know if Sammy's the right guy to beat Gunther. Dom, no, I don't want that as a mania match. Priest, no, I don't want that as a mania match. Plus, I think he's going to have the tag match against Miz and Truth. I- I'm voting for Gunther. Uh, for, not for Gunther, for, for, uh, for Gable. I have Sheamus. Oh, the comeback. It's rumored that Sheamus is supposed to return within the next week or two. Okay. And I think that that's where they're going to pay off his, because that's the only championship he hasn't won yet. So Yeah, it'd be really cool. I'm down with that yeah. one. Yeah. We will see what happens there. Anything else that would be that I bring up? Uh, From this week or just... We haven't talked since the press conference, so anything since the press conference? Well, just a couple returns. Yeah, we got Sean Spears back. Sean Spears back in NXT. Uh, Jade Cargill was extremely excited to see that one there. Yeah, Braun Breaker's on SmackDown now. Braun's on SmackDown. It looks like Andrade's first opponent might be Dom. Dom. Yep. Is... I just kind of like how they're trying to build up a few people right now. And uh, what's his name? Tama Tonga. Is supposed Tama to be. probably going to NXT. Yeah, it's supposed to be WWE bound. One of the rumors is they may try to fit him into the, the bloodline. Well, I thought, I, I was thinking he was going to go to the good bros. They were saying because... Rock says like Haku is like an uncle to him, mm. so you can fit him in the bloodline like that. Man, that was one of the rumors. Who's Tungaloa? Who's Tungaloa related to? Tungaloa. Yeah, because it's Tommy Tonga and Tungaloa. They're brothers. Oh, they're the brothers. Okay, sorry, I didn't know. That. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Them two and so Tungaloa uh, is a free agent too, is he not? No, he's still in. He's still on. Okay, so no gorillas yeah. at Destiny and WWE no, just yet. Yeah, no GOD yet. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, that's pretty much those are kind of like the big things right well, now. Well, you know, and the big conversation was I just wanted to talk about this really because there's just been so much division between AEW and WWE fans. Again, the tribalism is just crazy. Of course. Uh, two things really quickly here. So the, the whole, you know, WWE, they just got Tommy Tonga and Sean Spears and AW got Mercedes and Okada and Will Ospreay. It's like, yeah, good for them. That's great. And the other guys, that's great. There, there is a place for everybody to find their spot, you know? Sasha, Mercedes, whatever, didn't find the money she wanted in WWE. She gets to go to AW. That's cool. Will didn't want to leave home and WWE want to give him that option. AW would. Okada didn't want to fully leave Japan. AW gave him that option. WWE wouldn't. Cool. And then these guys get to go there. And I do think, you know, what WWE's do- doing with the NIL deal, they, there's always a next person in WWE. That's why they're not going to drop the bank. If you want to come back and you want to go there for a decent price, they'll take you on. But, you know, like, all respect, people know Sasha is my favorite wrestler, but Sasha leaves? Cool. We have a Tiffany Stratton. We have a Rosie Perez. And we have others coming, right? Tatum Pesley right now is really growing on me. She's She's becoming phenomenal right now. And then 
you have a Carmelo Hayes and you have a Trick Williams that when he comes out uh, at this match next week against Tony D'Angelo and 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 Melo, that pop is going to be one of the biggest pops in NXT history. So cool. I'm glad, you know, that that Boston show on the 13th is going to be awesome. Good for that. And then the other thing was the O'Shea Jackson uh, Jr. comments. And he's just getting just he also buys into the shit too much at times on social. I think he's got to, like, stop replying to everybody. But it brought an ice cube, which was hilarious. Uh, but I, you know, I even, when he was on. I didn't even know his comments. Oh, so he was on Chris Van Fleet. And uh, Chris Van Fleet's like, you hate AEW. He's like, I don't hate AEW. I want AEW to root. I've gone to shows. He's like, my problem is, he's like, when I'm watching, I just don't want to see, like, there's people that on there that I have no idea who the fuck they are. Just explain a little bit better to me. It's all I'm asking. And I would agree, like, recently, AW's had a shit ton of CMLL people on there. I don't know who the fuck these people are. And, you know, Tony Contras is like, you need to culture yourself. There's a lot of great wrestling. Sure, there is Tony. There's no doubt about it. But, man, there's already – I have to – I'm watching three fucking WWE shows. And if I'm a really hardcore fan, I'm watching your three shows. And then I'm watching New Japan on top of that. That's, like, considered the hardcore wrestling fan. I think we can agree. And then there's the other layer, if you're going to add TNA to that or MLW to that, there's so much shit that you're going to have. So for me, I would consider me an above casual fan and you have an above casual fan of where we watch the three WWE, Dynamite, maybe Collision, and sometimes TNA and sometimes New Japan. So I, I don't think O'Shea was wrong in his comments. Yeah, because they're like the guy that Jericho faced tonight, I can't remember his name, but they actually did a good job explaining. This is who this guy is. He's the son of this guy who Jericho faced. Cool. You had a background story. I understand it. Let's go. It's all we're asking for. Like when Vikenio showed up, it's like, this guy's really good. And him and Kenny Omega is a dream match. I'm like, but why is it a dream match? I don't know who Vikenio is. Now I do. He had the match. It was great. But just, you know, a little bit of backstory. That's all he was asking for. And AEW fans freaked the fuck out on him. Well, yeah, no, but. It's it's such a weird thing because for like AEW fans, it's like if they announce somebody, they will go and do all the research for themselves. Yeah. And it's kind of like, okay, cool. But one of the reasons why you have a show is you want the announcers to be able to kind of catch you up real quick yeah. so that if you're a casual fan that just happened to be watching it, you're like, okay, cool. Like, this guy seems important, or this girl seems important. But they don't do that. No, I'll never forget when Butcher and the Blade showed up. And like, it's Butcher and the Blade. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Butcher... Why am I supposed to know this? who this is? And then when Ali showed up as Bunny. And I was yeah. like, wait, what? Okay, cool. Yeah, Perfect. or when... um the the dark order originally showed up i'm like it's you know who this is i'm like i really don't know who this is excalibur yeah, yeah they're kind of they expect that's the problem with aw is because they want to be for the mainstream but they cater to the cat to the Hard independent course. wrestling fans yeah, yeah. i'm surprised like, blue cane hasn't been on there yet I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. They had the pizza dude on there that one time. Twice, I believe. They're they're going crazy. It's, it's, I think they're right now, they're trying to realize, they realize that they haven't been able to go as mainstream as they want. 
Yeah. Which is why they're heavily promoting the boss town. Yeah. Show because they feel like that's how they're going to get back a bunch of mainstream people. And like, how am I supposed to take you? You know, you're going to do a really good show for that. But when Edge came out, I'm like, nice get. And (laughs) cool. Adam Copeland's in AW now. What's that happened in in October? Has it has it moved anything? You have Adam Copeland, Edge, one of the biggest stars of the past 20 years in your company. Has it moved anything? And all respect, you know, I'm sure some AW fans are going to hate me for this. And even maybe Morton would hate me for this. That's great. You have Will Ospreay and you have Okada. That's not going to fucking matter for ratings. It's it's You're going to have really good matches, but that's not going to change your ratings. Mercedes will probably bump it up a little bit, but Okada and Will aren't going to help add to the the shows that much in the ratings. Am I wrong? I'm going to say this. They will help, but only if they book them right. Yeah, but right? Jay like, White. At this point right now, at this point right now, they're getting to the point where, unfortunately, this Undisputed Kingdom, to me. Oh, God awful. Yeah. It's, for the first two months of this year. It's my worst stable of the year. By the way, on that, Wardlow comes out last week. I'm fucking not to be reckoned with. I'm the best in the league. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, we got meat madness coming up. I'm like, oh, what's that? And now it's just a battle. Now it's just a battle royal. And there was nothing from Wardlow on this show. He cut this big promo last week about he's destroying everybody in his way. And you would the very least take two minutes out of your way, jobber match with Wardlow. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the problem with Wardlow too. They they start and stop him so yeah. much that it's kind of like, how can you, how can you take him seriously? Yeah, he's like, I beat more or less said, said that he ended Punk's career, even though Punk beat him. That I ended MJF's career and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, they're doing something with Wardlow again and whatnot. But yeah, that that is that whole gimmick is so bad. And then. I don't know if you saw the beginning of the show tonight. They did this whole gimmick where, you know, like some people thought that uh, Hangman got hurt last week, but then Jerry Lynn came out and was like, no, we were going to do a storyline. You guys fucked it up. Like, oh, okay. Then whatever. So then Hangman comes down in a crutch. I'm like, okay, what's going on? And then he's like, I'm not in the match. I'm here to resign from the match. Swerve comes out, kind of plays baby face. And Joe comes out. Swerve turns his back. Hangman turns on him. It's like, you literally just said you will not be in the match and you resigned from the match, but that doesn't matter now because you swerved us. What the fuck? Yeah. It's very confused. It's called smart booking. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, it's, and then even the flare stuff, they have flare go. No, it's bad. No, it's just... bad. All right, let's get into the show um, that we have uh, Hold here. on, before we get to that, because yeah. this is going to be like the big preview of mm-hmm. this weekend stuff, uh, we got to do the rest in peace to Ole Anderson. Yep. Complicated and to figure. Virgil. Yeah, Virgil not as compl- complicated. Yeah. Um, Ole complicated in to say that, you know, some people just, you know, let's just, let's say some people thought he was very rough around the, the edges, let's just mm-hmm. say, but... You know, he was uh, one of the original horsemen, one of the best tag teams 
uh, of all time was Oli and um, you know, an original horseman. So, you know, when, when WWE and the network was the app, you got to see a lot of those old NWA shows. It was really cool to see him and Arn tag together and see some of the original horseman stuff. And he, uh, he was a big part of it. Uh, he obviously, you know, had a lot of things to say of where the wrestling industry had gone the last few years. Um, but you know, he is a, a, an absolute staple in the history of wrestling. Yeah. And honestly, to tell you the truth, um, we just once one news comes out about a wrestler passing, you always expect the next one, and you always or two. Like it's kind yeah. of just how it works now. Yeah, that's what happened with Virgil. Yeah. So, and then Virgil. For some people that don't know who Virgil is, Virgil is more known for being the right hand man to IRS. Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Ted DiBiase. Well, IRS was with Ted DiBiase too at one point, wasn't he? At one point, yeah. But, yeah. you know, when he yeah. turned on DiBiase and he beat him at SummerSlam, yeah. that was huge. And then I remember when he was Vincent and he sat front, front row and enjoyed the NWO. Yeah. That was uh, that was a big deal. Then obviously the, the meme, one of the first wrestling memes of meet wrestling superstar Virgil. Good old Virgil, man. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, uh, if you didn't watch like 90s wrestling you gotta go back and check it out wwf at the time wcw he also was in nwo when they just started to throw everybody yeah man he was he was like i said he was sitting they just had him like sit in the front row and he was vincent yeah there was just that was at the prime time when it was like everyone was kind of like all right nwo is just adding anybody at this point right now Yeah. yeah Yeah, I uh, that, that was like over the hill NWO versus WCW at that point because yeah, yeah, he's one of the best managers. Uh, you know, he doesn't get enough credit for what he does as a manager with no. uh, with DiBiase, but he was a big part of the DiBiase act, and he you know he really did he really did matter. So RIP to both of them. I'm sure. Uh, I don't think we'll have a I don't know if I have a video package on either of them. Maybe on Virgil? We'll see. Um, I don't think he really rubbed anyway. I could be mistaken. I don't think he really rubbed anyone the wrong way, particularly Virgil. It might be one where you see like a double one that they put, like they yeah. kind of just include both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, we I guess we have our celebrities in threes, uh, between uh Ole, Richard, uh Richard Lewis from Curb, and then uh and now Virgil. So now Virgil. Uh, yeah. So RIP to both of them. Very, uh, very unfortunate news. Um, oh, and I will say too, um, here we go. The A&E, uh, docs are back and the rival series and both were great this week. Uh, the rock and triple H one was really good. The Randy Orton A&E one is one of the best ones they've ever done. It was really good. I was actually thinking, I wasn't really too caring to watch the rock triple H one, but I was wanting to watch the Randy one. It's great. But I've been so caught up on these Korean drama <laughs> and reality TV that I haven't Forgot had a about chance that. to do it. So Amazing. Yeah. yeah, the Randy one talks more about like when he went AWOL from the Army. Uh, it talks about his back stuff, talks about stuff with Riddle. By the way, Riddle is just <laughs> no filter on these interviews this week. And Talking about he did out. cocaine when he was WWE and all this. Like, it's crazy. And now he's a champion. Yeah. 
good job and and new, new japan man what are they doing like they i don't know who the like sonata didn't work there evil didn't work there it's a better conversation to have with morton down the road um but you know okada just <laughs> beats everybody on the way out and yeah what do we have we have uh david finley who was supposed to get a rub yeah, he just lost really. to Nick ne- Nemeth. Nick, yeah. Like, it, it's a mess. I mean, it, it's very sad coming in this year. You know, AW is doing fine, uh, despite some of the things we have a little bit critique with this, this book. And I will say this pay-per-view looks awesome. Uh, WWE is doing great. TNA, we didn't talk about the Scott DeMore thing. I, it's just, it sucks. It really uh-huh. sucks. And I... And I should know, too, we still don't know the reason why he was let go. It could be other reasons that we don't know about. But uh, obviously, you know, TNA got hit pretty hard losing Scott Demore, And he was a lot of our runner-up for Booker of the Year last year. There's so many different rumors about why he was let go. They also had, like, their a pay-per-view. And then they there was news coming out saying that they were going to meet with Scott Demore after the pay-per-view to try seeing if they can come to a reconciliation to get him back mm-hmm. in. And then that, the, then there was rumors that the, that meeting never happened. And so. And then Tommy was the booker and then Tommy had to go bust it open and say, I'm not the booker. Yeah. It was like all over the place. Only thing I will say. Mustafa Ali. Congratulations. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell you yeah. finally get a chance to get that gimmick over, like how you Hell wanted yeah. to in WWE. So yeah, there's a lot of talented people in TNA, uh, and I'm sure they're gonna have a great show. Mania weekend, I think they have a show coming up as, as they normally do. So everybody has a show on Mania weekend. Yeah, everyone but AEW, but yeah. technically ROH, I guess. ROH is their their yeah. show. Yeah. All right, um, let's talk about this. So we. We will save the Sting match for the end because I believe that's the main event. According so, to what the words are, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the All-Star Scramble, which used to be Meet Mania, the winner of this will receive a AEW championship. Right now, this has Jericho, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Lance Archer, Hook, and Brian Cage. More to be announced. I'll ask you really quickly, do you think this is where Okada could debut? Or do you think that's in the Boston show? I think it's going to be for the Boston show. Yeah. And I think Wardlow wins this one. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Tag match. Uh, uh, FTR versus Blackpool. This is just a tag match. This is nothing else than just a normal tag match. John Moxley. It's kind of surprising to not have a gimmick with John Moxley. I feel like they've been... I feel like this is like... Is this going to be considered a rubber match? Because I feel like yeah. they've already wrestled like twice. They had yeah. one, I thought, like on Collision or Dynamite more recently. They had one there, and then didn't they have one with, where it was FTR and Eddie Kingston versus? I think so. Uh, yeah, I'll pick FTR. I'm going to go Black Blackpool. Uh, singles match for the AEW TNT Championship. Christian Cage with everybody that he has for Daniel Garcia. I, I I don't get this Daniel Garcia thing. I don't I don't see it. But I do think with everything they did with him for the Continental Classic and how they are pushing him, that he will win this match. 
I was about to say the same thing. I think that Daniel Garcia is winning this match. Yeah. Uh, Edge, maybe even Spears Christian to keep that feud going. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be, there's going to be like one or two interferences. It's going to be like uh, Adam Copeland and Beth Phoenix. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Takeshita. Picking Will Ospreay. Will, we kind of talked about he's undefeated so far. That's going to be a gimmick they have with Will probably all the way to Wembley. Yeah, Osprey. Yeah. Could be really good match. Might be the match of the night. Yeah. Or this. Uh, Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. Singles match for the Continental Crown Championship. If Danielson loses, he has to shake Kingston's hand. So they've been doing this whole disrespect thing, blah, 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 blah. So Eddie Kingston beats Brian here. I think Eddie beats Brian. And this might not be the best match of the night, but best story of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Timeless Tony Storm versus Deanna Perrazzo. Tony Storm. Tony. Because we know what her next feud is already. Yeah. (laughs) We know what her next feud is. She'll be facing Mercedes at double or nothing. Yeah. Um, International Championship Orange Cassidy versus Roddy Strong. I'm picking Roderick Strong. Uh, yeah, he because it's um Matt Taven and thing with the tag titles, right? Yeah, and then like your prediction, I agree with you with Wardlow. Let's say, oh, Wardlow has this and he has this, and we're so strong. And yeah, maybe Max is back soon. Maybe I they th- kind of yeah. do need Max on TV. Thing. They are yeah. really the AW has a no MGF problem right now. They really miss MGF on TV. They're missing a few things right now. Um, yeah, no, give me uh, Roddy for this one. Uh, AW World Heavyweight Championship. Samoa Joe versus Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. I'm going to stick with Joe. Yeah, I think it's Joe. I want Swerve. It's not time yet. I do see a position where Wardlow beats him. But then gives it to, I mean, we all kind of know what's happening, right? Eventually, this title is going to end up on Cole via Wardlow, or something like that, and it's going to be MJF first blank at at the at the England show. I think, I think Swerve is going to win it at Wembley. You think he's going to win at Wembley? Okay. Yeah, because he he might be the most popular person officially by that time. He is. Yeah. Yeah. So I give him the Wembley show. And then Steen and Darby with uh, some old man in the corner uh, against the Young Bucks for the tag team championships. Oh, man. Um, I want... I hate... Oh, hate is such a strong word. I don't like the Bucks at all. You and me both. But I do think that they're going to win this because... Sting's old school? Sting is old school. Yeah. Like, even yeah. the... Even the even the Ric Flair thing, like, besides for Sting coming down from the rafters, Flair trying to, like, throw those chops and the... All that, I was like... 
man, this is bad. Like, well, I am wondering too, not a double or nothing, but at Wembley, I'm starting to kind of just think of the matches that are going to happen for Wembley. And I do wonder by then if Christian and Edge are back together by then. And that's the match for Wembley is E&C versus the Bucks. And this is the start here of them having the titles before that match at Wembley. Because Wembley is when? Like July? August. August. Okay. Yeah, because we do that end of August. It's all out. And then the next week is all in. Yeah, you would need the patriarch, patriarchy. Yeah. To turn on to turn on Christian. Yeah. And then Edge comes out to save whatever. Unless the you only do other... something to double or nothing with that. Yeah. And maybe that's where you have the AEW return of Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. To kind of take his spot. To do. And kick him out. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You know, it's it should be a really good uh, a good show overall. Um, the match I'm you know the best match I think is going to be probably Osprey and Takeshita. The match I'm looking forward to the most is probably that. I mean, Brian and Eddie will be really good, and then you know, Sting will get the whole celebration. I wonder, Lex is Kevin Nash that he can't show because he's on a Legends deal. Is do we know if Lex is on a Legends deal? Uh, Nash also clarified that he's not on the Legends deal. Oh. Like the day after, he said that his friend is Triple H. His best friend is Triple H. And if he was seen sitting in the front row with the Kevin Nash's All Elite there, how would his best friend feel about that? I think Hunter would that? care. I think would be like, one of my best friends is also Ric Flair, and he's there as well. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that was Kevin Nash sometimes... Once you have a microphone at times, you can just say whatever you want. Yeah, and Brian Danielson is, you know, all over AWTV, and they still pay tribute to Brian, Daniel Bryan, all the time. Yeah. Uh, Lex, I heard there was a rumor that Lex was going to be there. Okay, nice. Scott Um, Hall would have been really nice, just with Scott Scott coming up with the the Crow character and everything. Yeah, Scott Hall definitely would have been. There. I'm just trying to think who else is a big part of the Sting Steamboat, I would assume. Oh, would yeah, be for there. Sure. For sure. Um a lot of, when you really kind of look back at some of the like crucial people, like unfortunately a lot of them passed. I know. So that's because I was thinking Randy, Savage, Savage can't be there, unfortunately. Savage can't be there. Warrior can't um, be there. No. Yeah, Booker and him had some good matches. Booker won't be there because Booker definitely isn't a Legends deal. Yeah, Booker just made his return. So he yeah. He can't be Oh there. man. Booker, Booker next Tuesday. By the way, too, I gotta say, like, I'm not a huge factor of Stan and Deliver's title match gonna be the Dawn versus Dragonov. Uh, I'm not huge mm. on that, but when he did the snap and the security oh, yeah. guards went, that was badass. He he actually saved that whole segment. He did. I thought Mellows seemed very weak on the mic during that he was, time. Yeah, compared to what he normally does, yeah. Yeah. And... Well, that was his segment. That was the biggest segment of his career, and he made 
he made it oh, yeah. he made sure it was yeah tony tony d'angelo made sure that that he put himself in that in that title picture for sure ava still got work to do on the mic it is yeah. and it's not like she has too much things that she has to say it's just in that segment there ava and Mello were like the weaker points and Ilya, he really got it like calm down on the dramatics like it, yes i also really hated that whoop that mellow when he said it i was like yeah come on okay well you know really quickly uh because we're talking about it let's just quickly because we'll do a pod after this roadblock uh, it's next week. Um, so let's really quickly preview that. The tag titles, uh, Chase U versus Braun and Corbin. I think the Good Brothers are going to take them. So I will pick Braun and Breaker to keep them for a little bit longer. And then they face the Good Brothers at Stand and Deliver. Yeah, because I have a feeling that I have a feeling that Corbin's going to be making his way back to SmackDown too. Because I yeah. think that they really like this tag team. Yeah, I So I too. think you can see them. Yeah, and it's not the worst thing to put with Braun so, right now. You have so many single stars; you don't need to like force Braun until like just after SummerSlam still. And to be honest, that'd be a perfect way to build Braun up as because it looks like they're trying to build him up as a face on SmackDown. Yeah. So yeah, and then do have the turn before SummerSlam. Do him and Corbin around SummerSlam, yeah. and then you got four months until the Rumble to start building them up for whatever you yeah. want to do at Mania next year. Yeah, the fans will always hate Corbin. They love yeah. to boo him. Yep. So perfect person to have his first feud with. Single feud. Uh Kabuki Warriors versus Lyra Valkyrie and Tatum Paxley. Like I said, I really have enjoyed the work of Tatum Paxley. Sometimes her mic work. She's still needs Oh, what well, mic work has the body yeah. language she's she's nailed. Mic work needs to work. She's getting it. Yeah. Yeah. They've actually done a really good job of figuring out everything for the women. I'm Man, I can't talk about how much I love Ariana Grace. I fucking love her. She's so good. This whole trying to be in the locker room together thing is so great. They have a they have a few. They've got the characters down. Now it's just like mastering it. Who's uh who's the girl that's getting a lot of attention right now? Won a match on um this week. We're the old the, the blue. trying to think uh she's with not, she's with uh reggie and them oh uh this is gonna piss me off i have the we're we're just talking about this in one of my group chats hold yeah. on one second i'm gonna tell you just... as you're talking to her i she's she's super talented uh and i think so far like she she has to get a little bit more character development but you know from what i saw for her in the ring you know, Jada, she, Jada Parker. Jada Parker. She's yeah, she's not bad in the ring. I think she needs a little more. She's very one-dimensional as a character right now, but I, I think there's a lot there. Almost all the characters that they have right now that they except for I always forget her name. She's always the one that's telling you to be positive. Like she oh, needs yeah. to just yeah. Yeah. She needs to come down. But they have a few, they have a lot lo, their women division is on the rise for sure. But when we're taking the Kabuki Warriors, do you think it's Tatum Paxley and Valkyrie for Stand and Deliver? 
No. I'm trying to think who I could see for... Is it Perez time? Again? Is Lola Vice kind of... Lola Vice kind of messed that up when she cashed in her contract. Maybe it'll be Kiana James mm. because she's on on that. I don't know why she thought the locker room leader was Kalani Jordan, but yeah, um, I think Kiana James might be the might be it. Could see that asylum match, Dijak and Joe Gacy. Sure, why not? <laughs> They beat the shit out of each other. I'm totally. They put them good matches. Let's go. Yeah, that's hilarious because because Dijak was like, I'm I've watched a lot of uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, and then Joe Gacy responded with like a a tweet on X when it was him versus Moxley. Amazing. So I'm gonna uh, go with Joe Gacy because I feel like Joe Gacy's been getting beat up. Yeah, it's time for him to get a dub. I I actually liked that they were teasing Dijak and and Ilya. I kind of like that feud a little bit because I think Dijak's kind of the unsung hero right now in uh, in NXT, and I think he deserves a lot more attention. I'm getting a little bit of an unstable internet right here. I got it back. Uh, and then um, our main event, uh, Melo and, and D'Angelo. We already talked about it. This is D'Angelo winning, and it's Trick's return. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, because it's gonna be Trick, Mello, and and the end. And I think they know like that's yeah that they don't even need like a big title match. I think that's why they feel comfortable putting Tony D'Angelo against Ilya because this is the main event for Stan and Deliver. Everyone, everyone knows Mello and Trick has been a story building for a long time. And uh, yeah, before we wrap up, anything else that I forgot? Uh, no, our truth is just our uh, truth is just uh, MVP. Yes, he is Regeneration X forever. Regeneration X. And he showed up in Austria. <laughs> and then San Francisco. Yeah. And then Miz got locked into a room and then got... They should have done something with truth with that. I thought that was a, an opportunity that that was missed when, when Miz got locked in that room for real at the San Jose Arena. They should have done something with truth for that. I, I think that... I know they were more concerned about getting Miz out safely, but... uh they should have done a gimmick with truth for that. I thought it's funny. It's I forget. I was listening to um, cultaholics and they brought up a great point where they're like, it's so funny how for the longest time to start his career, they wouldn't let him. And now how many years later he gets trapped in a locker room. I know he can't get out. (laughs) That's full amazing. circle, full circle, full circle career. All right. Uh, thanks so much to Senator. We'll be back next week to talk about AW revolution, uh, the salt Lake smackdown and uh, NXT roadblock until next time, folks. Cheers and enjoy the day. Thank you. Thank you. Follow us on social media platforms at first page.